This is Banger Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that once, just once, would love to be drafted by the Sacramento Kings. It really doesn't seem that hard. Maybe next year. It's just something to work towards. Uh, I'm Joe Public, uh, joined by our socially unaware numbers guy, Rain Man, who's going to give us his big rubber. And Rain Man, why do we call it the big rubber? Average, mediocre, ordinary, vanilla bean, fair to Midland, Mr. 533. No more. I went to the engineers and I rewired my snubber. It's safe again. It's smart again. It's the good old big rubber. Rain money. Lock of the week, baby. Let's go. So uh, if you I like that was just like That's a pretty bunch good. of fucking weird words. No, no one's going to ask me what to a interpret is. it. Uh, no, I'm not. To, to, to interpret it more practically, Raymond, you are 16, 14 on the year, but four and four in what we call our lock of the week, a big rubber. And I know Rainman will not go under 500 on the big rubber. Surely. Will he? What's the pick? What's your pick in the big rubber? Hey, okay, wait. You guys got to ask me what a snubber is. We got to go back. <laughs> what's a snubber, buddy? We gotta go back. Let's what's just a snubber? No, tell us. Just no, tell us. What's, what's, a, a, what's a snubber? <laughs> what's a snubber? <laughs> well, that won't work. But uh, a snubber is a device used to suppress a phenomenon such as voltage transients in electrical systems, pressure transients in fluid systems, or excess force or rapid movement in mechanical systems. And I'm the system. And I'm fixed. <laughs> do you know what? Now do you understand why the fuck we didn't ask? <laughs> I think that plays. I think so that plays. Wisconsin minus seven and a half at Northwestern. Uh, and the reasons Ooh. why these teams have the same exact identity, run the power on offense, play good defense, and Wisconsin just appears to be doing it much better this year. Northwestern's averaging 3.6 yards per carry. Wisconsin averaging five. They can cover more than a touchdown. All right. All right. I... I don't hate that. Uh, everything before that, pretty weird, but the pick, pretty <laughs> solid. Capper, the reason to listen, 21 and 15, 6 and 3 in the rubber. I know you are on, uh, you like Wisconsin as well, but what is your big rubber? Uh, obviously hasn't been the best season, but where Rain Man fails every single week, I will succeed. I'm going to the Pac-12. I'm going out west. Don't Beavers, plus 3.5, easiest money on the board this weekend. Uh, I, I hate it because Jamar? it's Pac-12. You love it. Jamar? Yes. We'll get to him. Save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. Listen, man. It's the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up, stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. Uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, where we roughly have no bikini photos, but plenty of memes. Uh, and, and our, of course, uh, join our group on Flick Chat. Search uh, Bang Your Bookie's Wife, all lowercase. And please remember not to review or rate us. You guys have been doing a bang up fucking job there. So proud of the effort. Uh, way to go, audience. Uh, so keep up the great work uh, not doing that. <laughs> Uh, and, and, uh, let's, uh, throw it right now to, to Rain Man, uh, who has, uh, this week's, uh, this week's celebrity cameo. Uh, we've been on, we've been on quite a run with celebrity cameos. I'm interested to see what yeah. you got. So let me preface this cameo a little bit. As, as you can tell, I haven't been myself these last two weeks. I blame that mostly on the Pac-12, but, uh, I've been a little lost in the wilderness. So I had to try to get some advice from the ultimate decider. 
Someone who just can't make up their mind but really thinks things through. The ultimate undecided voter, Mr. Kenneth Bone. (laughs) (laughs) And here we go, gents. Hey, Rain Man, I know you're in a little bit of a funk and you keep losing the big games, but I'm here to cheer you up by letting you know that I know dick all about college sports of any kind and I can be of no help and that also you should take Indiana and the points. Good. (laughs) Just the worst, the worst of all time. I detest this man again. Uh, I'm looking for a pick. I, I told him to give me a little fanfare, like, you know, at least wear a red sweater in your cameo video. Like, what's going on here? So well, I think I'm just going to do at, the opposite of what he's saying. You at least extended his 15 minutes of fame to 15 minutes and one second. So that's nice for him. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's just it's nice to know that he sucks at other stuff, too. That's he's just really bad at voting and really bad at picking college football games. <laughs> he's he got a thing, dick literally. All about anything. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> He said he was like still undecided. Like, hey, he okay, tried to this do it again in 2020, and no hey, one cared. Announcement, yeah, announcement to the listenership: saying you're an undecided voter doesn't make you interesting. Makes you a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, let's move on uh, now. Uh, that was a great celebrity cameo. Really, really nice effort. Uh, but let's get to uh, what really matters. Uh, it's uh, it's the weekly. He made, he made over a dollar a second there for sure. Oh, easily. <laughs> I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel 10 feet tall right now. The weakness. Strong as an ox. All right, this is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Uh, and if we're gonna start, if we're gonna start with money here, we gotta go with the man who's been money so far, and that is Capper. Uh, you like, uh, Oregon state. I, uh, I, I watched that whole game, uh, with Cal. Uh, I really liked Jamar Jefferson. I, I'm curious what, what you like in this game. Um, well, we haven't seen a whole lot of the PAC 12 yet, but the Cal offense stinks. Oregon state has been, actually been fairly impressive through the first two games. Um, we do not have RLM on the Beavers, but we have a line drop from five and a half which makes no sense to three and a half that it's currently at. We've got FPI that essentially makes this game a toss up. We've got a Cal team that got embarrassed last weekend um, by UCLA off of a short week, a rare <laughs> it's college, a college football, football short, short week. week. <laughs> Little Sunday action. Yeah. Um, Jamar Jefferson has been a monster on the ground for Oregon state. He's racking up 5.8 yards per carry. The Oregon State defense has been bad, but I have no reason to believe that the 85th-ranked Cal offense can do anything against them this weekend. Um, I actually think, I, yeah, I actually think Oregon State wins this game outright at home. It's like it's almost too easy of a spot. Like you're just, I, I don't understand why they're underselling Oregon State so much at this point. UCLA is not it's good because of the Cal defense from last year, and people are yeah. giving Cal a pass. But In terms yeah, of last names. I, I don't care for Garbers. Just throwing it out there. What do you guys think? Do you enjoy saying that or no? I've already waxed poetically about Garbers, so I'd, I'll defer to Capper here. Yeah, and completely botched are, 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 it. Are we in or out? <laughs> we're, all out. Off, we're off on Garbers. We're in on Jermar Jefferson. Um, that's Jermar, it. And that's all there is Jermar. to it. I, it. I, I just like, 
I think this is one of those games where you make a statement. You, you're not any good, but you go out and you beat a team that people think is going to beat think, you. I think, as you In said earlier, stadium, the line's based off the laundry here. And I think yeah, Oregon State could absolutely outright here. No doubt. Yeah, I think this one's simple. Um, with the uh, line movement, especially with the total moving the way it did, eh, you just you believe in your fundamentals here. This This one's easy. All right, uh, Rain Man, other end, uh, your big rubber is also one of Capper's weekly picks, so I'll let you both discuss this. Uh, you like the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, currently, I think they were, they're number three F- in FEI right now, looking really solid, uh, and they're playing at uh, Northwestern, seven and a half. So you, you're betting the hook as well. Yeah, and as I mentioned at the top, I think it's because these teams have the exact same identity, and I think Wisconsin is the better version of it. So two touchdowns or seven and a half points should not be that difficult to cover here. And since you mentioned that Wisconsin's ranked three, Northwestern's only ranked 28, even though they're undefeated. Still behind Michigan, which is at 26, which is a bit of a wow when I saw that. Uh, Wisconsin's holding opponents to only 218.5 yards a game. That is ridiculous. So if Northwestern falls behind early, which I expect to happen, Peyton Ramsey and his pedestrian offensive air raid offense, whatever you want to call it, not air raid, the opposite of that, uh, they won't be able to get back in the game. Wisconsin will keep running the ball, and then they'll be able to cover the 7.5 pretty easily. He's only averaging 180 patch yards a game, even though Northwestern's undefeated. Six touchdowns to four interceptions. Those numbers are terrible. All right, Cap. I, Cap, I, feel free to chime in here, yeah. brother. Yeah, Cap. Yeah, what, what's your what's your lean on this? Because I like Northwestern a little bit. I think we talked about it last weekend. Northwestern does a lot of things well on the defensive end of the football. Um, they had not given up a point in the second half until last weekend. They're obviously undefeated. They are at the top of their division in the Big Ten, but they have two things going against Wisconsin, them this weekend. Obviously, Wisconsin has to do everything they can every single weekend to prove that they belong in the college football playoff. Well, that's not and, true either. They just need to win out and beat Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. I don't know that that's true anymore with, with games missing at this point. No. I don't know that it's true anymore. I guess they have to get into the Big Ten Championship, so they have to play enough games to be eligible, and I don't know what that uh, Let's hold our fuck. We're talking about Northwestern, guys. Let's hold our fucking horses. Um, <laughs> and, and I really, yeah, I really think that the Wisconsin defense is way too good to give up a ton of points to Peyton Ramsey in the Wildcat offense that has not been able to establish a run so far this season. Um, They have not turned the ball over, which obviously any good college football team, if you don't do that, you have a chance to win football games, which Northwestern's proven so far. But that defense has really carried them, and I think this one boils down to which – Better, who's the better offense on on the side that side of the football? And it's Wisconsin by a landslide. Um, Northwestern's averaging three point six four yards a carry against worst, way worse defenses than Wisconsin. Um, and I just have way more faith in Graham Mertz at this point, even though he's a freshman starting his third game of the season. He's looked good. Third game of his career. Um, he's a good quarterback, and he might I just think be, he might just be good. I think them. I think them kind of throwing out that line and that hook. Tells you kind of all you need to know about this game. Um, if this one's a six and a half or a six, you might sway a little bit differently. But they're making you lay more than a touchdown here. They want you to take Northwestern. We're not going to do it. No sir. All right. Mm-mm. We're not going to do it. All right. Good. Uh, I like. Let's uh, let's stick with you, uh, Capper. Uh, actually, no. To catch up, Rayman. Let's stay in the Big Ten. 
on because uh, this is really the game of the week, uh, and you're on the opposite side of, of Mr. Bone, which is exactly uh, you like, where you want to be. Let me tell you, you, you like do Ohio not State. Bet with Bone. Uh, he knows Ohio Dick State laying football. the points against Indiana. Uh, why do you, it's it twenty and a half is a lot for a top ten matchup, but uh, that why, yeah, is I, why I, we're only, doing it similar to what Capper just said. They want you to take Indiana. The four letter network is calling in this Indiana's biggest regular season game in the last fifty years. That's probably true, but also doesn't really matter. And not to knock Indiana or Tom Allen, who's been doing a hell of a job there. Like what a start, but. Uh, it's a figure of speech. I will knock Tom Allen in Indiana. This team is frauds. They should have lost to Penn State. They are only winning these games because of the turnover margin, and they will not be able to beat Ohio State or keep it close because of a turnover margin because Ohio State does not commit turnovers. Uh, remember when they basically lost to Penn State except for like that crazy play from Phoenix at the goal line? Played Michigan a little bit too close. I feel like Ohio State needs a statement game, especially Justin Fields, because he's just fallen behind Kyle Trask in the betting odds for Heisman, and he is having an incredible season. He has 11 touchdowns on the year and only 11 incompletions for an unfathomable 87 percent completion rate. Unreal. It's nuts. I saw that too. It's nuts. Like, uh, like F, F plus agrees. Indiana at 22 behind 0 and 4 Penn State. That basically says it all. Ohio State. It's a good story. It's not going to be close. It's a hell of a story. Indiana a deserves story. all the credit in the world, except, eh, not really. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it just shakes out. You, They're going to beat the teams they should beat at this point, and they're going to lose to the teams that they should lose yeah, to. Exactly. And, and Ohio State is way more talented than they are on both sides of the football. I don't know how they're going to run the football against Ohio State. Yeah, I read a – there was a Bill Connolly article up on uh, ESPN. A plus, I'll fill you guys in, behind the table. Oh. I didn't get to read that one. Uh, breaking down, uh, it was a breaking down historical top ten matchups with spreads of at least seventeen points, and yeah, the favorite won ten of those games. Average score of thirty eight eighteen. Uh, I'm with you guys. I think uh, in in this one, I think Ohio State. One thing that gives me some trepidation is you mentioned their game against you mentioned uh, Indiana's game against Penn State, but Ohio State didn't necessarily beat Penn State but in retrospect by enough. They, it, the they it was a thirteen half, point game. It was a slow start. Yeah, I but I I get to your point. You have uh, when you have a quarterback that's throwing that's and just eighty seven percent completion, eighty seven percent completion rate, eleven touchdowns, zero interceptions, three games, uh, Buckeye wide receivers. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, oh my God, like how's Indiana going to stop them? They're not going to be able to score. I think it's going to be I believe it's uh, Alave. It is. Say that again. European? Yeah. <laughs> Dutch? Eastern. Uh, that could be Eastern Dutch. European. I don't think it's Dutch. Let's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Caffrey, let's go to your next pick now. This is a game that I'm, of course, the real ones are very interested in. And. I might take the other side. Of, I dare you. This one. But you. Yeah, but you like you like Very Coastal Carolina minus five and a half versus oh, no. Give me App, App State. State. Give me App State. Give me App State no every day shot. of the week in this game. App State outright. No App State money line. App State money line is worth your money this week. Don't listen to Capper. He's been in a funk all pre-recording process. I know you don't see that. You don't see how the sausage is made. We, <laughs> wait, we waited 80 minutes for Capper to figure out how to record this out. week, and he is wrong. An App State money line this week. I broke out of the funk. The funk's gone. I left it behind. I left it behind. Because the first thing you look at when you're looking at the board is that Coastal Carolina is at home getting less than 50% of bets against 
the underdog Appalachian State. What are they, the Mountaineers? Who the hell knows? Yeah, Mountaineers from Boone, North Carolina. Everyone's a Mountaineer if you're in that part of the country, right? It's fine. Well, it's I mean, great. The line. Appalachia. Less than 50% of bets. The line has jumped from four to five and a half very quickly for the Chanticleers. The Chanticleers, obviously 7-0 going into this game. They're obviously higher ranked in the FPI. I think they're more ba- way more balanced than Appalachian State. I know Appalachian State's played some really good defense so far this season. Um, they are the they are a top twenty defense in efficiency rankings across the board, but they haven't faced a quarterback like Grayson McCall yet, who has thrown one interception to sixteen touchdowns this season, completing almost seventy percent of his passes. He played well. The guy's unstoppable. He He's not well. going to get stopped this weekend. The Chanticleers have something to prove, and I think you all you have to do is look towards their head coach, Jamie Chadwell, who, when Will Muschamp got fired this week, he's right down the road in Conway, South Carolina. He's ready. He's ready to receive that call. He knows exactly what that call, that, what that call is going to entail. And when he gets the call, he needs a statement on the record. He says... Buddy, I'm just trying to change my wife's brake light right now. I don't really have time to worry about <laughs> South Carolina. That tells you all you need to know about where this man's mindset is going into this huge Sunbelt matchup against Appalachian State. They are going to roll the Mountaineers. I bet. They're did, going to. I Man. They're going I, to. I They're way be- better. They're way better I on hate, both sides of the ball. I hate to have to. I hate to have to hit the music, but I, you failed to account for the fact that Appalachian State is hot, 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 hot. They're uh, not though. They have. They, they are good. Their only they're loss good. was against Marshall, and you're talking about. And like, they're good. They, Marshall's they, not that great though. Against, Marshall's not as good as uh, Coastal Carolina. They're not. Well, that's. And they scored seven. Takes. And they scored seven points against Marshall. That's not good. That's not going to yeah, get it done. That's points. not going to cover five and a half. I mean, like I think I think their defense is impressive. I think they've done a lot of good things on that side of the football. But look at the teams they're playing right now. Yeah, yeah, but Louis, Cap, Louisiana I'll stop Monroe, right there. Uh, Arkansas State, Campbell. Oh, they did so good against Campbell on on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, they're going to score against those teams. Can they stop Coastal Carolina's offense and Grayson McCall? I don't think so, buddy. I don't think they App can do State it. State ranked 32 don't as a 5-1 team. Coastal Carolina ranked 37 as a 6-0 team. App State's at home. Uh, I agree. I think Coastal Carolina is probably a little bit better. Coastal ways to win than they're getting credit Coastal's for. Coastal's at home. But I'm absolutely taking the money line. I wouldn't take Coastal's App State at home. points here, but I would absolutely take don't the Don't you money dare. Line. Don't you dare disrespect their home stadium. Coastal's at home this weekend. Coastal is? What's the name of the home stadium? What's the name of the home stadium? What is Say it. it. Don't Say Google it. it. Don't, don't Google it. Coastal don't Carolina Just, Stadium. That's from Conway, South Carolina. Uh, well, while we're doing assertions, I'm asserting that all the uh, appies from App State or whatever are going to travel down there, and the house is going to be COVID rocking. They're not going to do it. They're scared. They don't want any. All right, I don't care um, that they're on the road. I still just have I have a feeling this that is going to do it. This is a this is a huge matchup. I'm actually kind I, of excited to watch this, this is, game. This is appointment right. appointment Uh We got another. Let's stay in the. Rayman, you have a, a mid-major pick yourself of a really, really big well, game. Well, of undefeated uh, playoff contenders, if you want the segue. Cincinnati there, at UCF. You like Cincinnati laying five and a half. They've been red fucking hot. 
at UCF. Did you see them last game run a fucking fake punt oh, while they were up? That's, that's a singular so reason why so I'm taking them. So Cincinnati is the only thing keeping me above 500 this season because I'm 3-0 hit it with them. They just keep covering, and they show they me the testicular fortitude to run that fake punt, meaning they're running up, as I say every week, they're running up the score. It doesn't matter about the metrics. They're trying to score as many points as possible. It doesn't matter if the game is over. And if I see a line with Cincinnati and it's under a touchdown, I don't care who they're playing. I'm taking Cincinnati. The fact that it's at 5-5 five and five is a lack of respect. ESPN says UCF's going to outright, but you guys know how much I hate ESPN, so that's fine. Have fun with your plus account, Joe. Uh, I think the reason why is because USCF is averaging an absurd 619 yards of total offense a game. Wow, yeah. very impressive. But if you look a little bit closer, a lot of that's in garbage time and against a lot of really yeah, who the, bad who the hell opponents. are they playing? Dylan Gabriel will give him credit. The same teams as Cincinnati. He will be a hell of a seventh-round pick in the NFL <laughs> and never play. But uh, no, no, Cincinnati – it feels different when they, they play played now. a little tougher schedule so a little, far. A little so, bit. A little bit. So, so our numbers, guys, giving us a, it, it just feels different with well, Cincinnati. No, because, like, if you look at the total yards, but if you look at the offensive efficiency rating for UCF, Cincinnati's got a top 10 defense. UCF does not have a top 10 offense. So, like, it I is think, garbage time points. The yards are a little bit less dude, meaningless. Yeah, Cincy's defense is dirty. Cincy's defense is good. This is a game where if you like Cincinnati, I think you take a money line. I totally see see this one. Are it, you? Could be a, it could be a field goal. Joe, Joe's good. expecting Joe's expecting every undefeated group of six team to lose this weekend. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I wish you could see the facial expression on his face right now. Uh, you guys know I, I, I just said the I just said the bitter. The, have you seen the bitter beer face? I did that's the four team parlay. Every single <laughs> but, uh, undefeated. Maybe. Uh, UCF is one in six against the spread, and that just screams these empty offensive numbers I was talking about. Meanwhile, Cincinnati four zero in their last games. So. Mm. All right, uh, that's compelling final case. A uh, capper. Uh, this pick, you got some splaining to do. It makes you uh, sick. Ten- so you sent it to me. So usually the the guys will text me their picks. Uh, this week, capper sent me this pick. He wrote Tennessee, and then in brackets, fuck me plus ten and a half. At Auburn. You uh, idiot, so. Capper. Bet on I'm this actually, one, too. I want Auburn. No, 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 no. I'm actually, I'm actually making a correction. It was actually 11 um, in some shops. At least shop around a little bit. Make sure you're getting that 11 because that's a key number for a team as bad as Tennessee. I, I, I don't know why this game called to me. This game, Cap, Capper, I looked I at the board. You, you, Capper, you bet on these games, and you always text no, us in like I've the first Tennessee. quarter. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck was I doing? I was talking everyone out of the pick. I, I think out of anyone in the entire country, I know Tennessee better than everyone. Yeah, just it's, say Jared Guarantamo, Guarantamo, or whatever, five times. We can move Guantanamo on. Bay. Um, I think Auburn's really good. Um, I think Almost they're right a... Too. Yeah. I think they're a second there, tier. I think Have they're a second Auburn tier SEC team. They fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. This is the worst pick of all time, and the I worst think, explanation. I don't think I don't think Auburn can score enough points to score 11 against Tennessee. I think you're looking at a Jared Guarantano that is fully healthy off of a bye week. They got in there. They figured out that all their coaches Dude. want their fully contracts. My- they my guy, we saw we saw Guaratano throw back. 
We saw the scoot dude throw back to back pick sixes. It doesn't matter what their defense is like. <laughs> I think he was hurt. And I think this is I think I think I think this is Jeremy Pruitt's last stand, and I have stood with that man for as long as you can imagine. And I know I know what's in his his heart of hearts, and that is I'm gonna make my last stand right here in Auburn. Alabama yeah. this weekend, <laughs> and I'm going to cover 11 custom. points. I might not win this game, but I'm going to cover this spread because that's what Capper wants. They, that's what Capper needs, <laughs> and we're going 4-0 this weekend. This game called to me 23% of bets on Tennessee. The line moved down just enough, just enough for me to say, you know what, I'm going to claim that's RLM even if I'm not certain, certain of it. I'm going to claim it. I'm going to roll with it. We're going with it. We're going with the volunteers of Tennessee. Dude. I think they put up a last stand here. I think they do you, enough to cover this you spread. Do not, you do I've not convinced sound myself. You, I've convinced you do not myself sound confident that, we're, at that all. we're going to do it this weekend. I believe in these guys. I believe in them. I they will not say. go down without a fight. All their coaches this week, all you heard about out of the bye week, all their coaches turning down contract they wanted to lower their contracts to like pay them a little less during COVID times because the school's obviously not making as much money as possible. And all their coaches said, no, fuck that. We're earning every single dollar on that contract. And they're going to do it this weekend. And that they're going to do it. Believe, you believe and that's why I believe that they that's, want that's that more money. That's compelling than anything else you yeah. said. They need to yeah, earn yeah, definitely, definitely said, definitely said by men who expect Four to years. keep their jobs for a long time. Four years, um, I believed in that. I believed in that boy that turned into a man, and uh, I'm believing in him you know one what? more time. This is it for him. This is it. One more time. You know, they're going to lose I'm this gonna, game I'm by gonna, 10. Capper, I'm going to let you off the hook here. I'm going to let you off the hook here because now Rain Man Don't has a pick it. that we can give him shit about. I'm not uh, going to give you the opportunity you, to. Because this is another just horrific fucking. Yeah. Okay, taking, you like you like that. Michigan yeah. minus yeah. ten and a half at, at Rutgers. Michigan. Explain no, yourself. They just hasn't. Rutgers looks awful too. They're they're better than they usually are. Uh, don't care about the Big Ten this season. It's confusing. F plus. I'm just looking at the numbers here. Has Rutgers at the as 101 in the country. Michigan still at 25. Don't care what it looks like on film. Going with the numbers here. That's why they call me Rain Man. We're doing Michigan one more time. Oh, have okay. at it. I don't Did- care. How about it? Okay. Do it. Tennessee top Q- 40 defense in the country. Joe Milton <laughs> had a Bo Nicks. Against Bo Nicks. Joe Milton had a QB rating of 8.3 against Wisconsin. Yeah, you're right. Joe Milton is a horrible quarterback, and the University of Michigan has a horrible football team. Have at me. I'm ready. You, you can't Dude, touch well, that. Um, I don't okay, understand okay. why you guys this are is, pitting, picking these games. That you, no one's forcing you, know, you to pick these games. You know why we're I picking just, these games because they cancel twenty a week on our ass. They cancel them every single week. We don't have anything else to pick. <laughs> you can't we have to pick sleep. these games. Joe, it's tough out there, man. How dare we're in the you? Of a pandemic. In case you didn't know. <laughs> I so I'm like, just praying to God they play these four. I, I would I wouldn't hate it if they banged the Michigan Rutgers game. Do you have anything else on this Michigan game? Are you just like, Rutgers sucks? I no, know. it's like literally there... just looking at the numbers. Rutgers is a terrible football team. For some reason, Greg Schiano, Greg Schiano, Greg Schiano, Greg Schiano, as Joe would say. Uh, people think Rutgers is better. They're not. They're still horrible. So, Michigan. There what? you go. Whatever. That's it. I think uh... tennis, if Tennessee scores 20 points, they're covering <laughs> the spread easily. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to fucking rip it to you so hard if they just get killed in this. But all right, let's review the picks. I own Tennessee. Uh, 
This is <laughs> you own a lot of L's in Tennessee, could, buddy. Let, what are your? I what had, else no. was it? I had Let's Arkansas. recap it. Let's Arkansas. recap it. For the love of God, please stop talking about Tennessee football. Even Tennessee fans do not want that. Uh, Capper, can you give me your uh, weekly picks? <laughs> or we got Big River Oregon State plus three and a half versus Cal. Wisconsin minus seven and a half. We're rolling on that one together, Rain Man. Coastal Carolina minus five and a half versus App State. Tennessee plus 11 at Auburn. I believe in Jeremy oh Pruitt. I believe in those boys. They're going to come out. They're going to come out ready to go. One more time. And, uh, wh- I'm hoping uh, for a COVID right, outbreak. Sure. Well, I, I'll take the cue. Uh, Wisconsin minus 7.5 in Northwestern with Capper, as he said. Ohio State minus 20.5 versus Indiana because, like, fraud team versus a real team. Cincinnati minus 5.5 at UCF, the run-it-up team of the century. And uh, Michigan minus 10.5 at Rutgers, no questions. <laughs> I, I, please do not what's the what's the thing the recruits say please respect my decision, respect uh, my decision. <laughs> yes no further now, questions no further comments and, and now uh let's let's make some real we're gonna make some just some real fucking money here it is time for my joe public four-teamer um if you had bet my four-teamer last week it would have been a three-teamer and you still would not have hit it i did not hit my three my my tip four-teamer last week but this week is the week this is the we're week. ready we need uh, a winner we're starting we're desperate lsu no, minus two and a half at arkansas i've I been on like the that. pigs all year but this line kind of stinks to me. Everyone knows how bad LSU has been. That's been the narrative. But the main thing I'm betting on here is against Arkansas's O-line. LSU, yes, has been awful, but they still have NFL players on their defensive line that they just seem to grow out of the swamps there, just off the trees or whatever. LSU, they can't help but have great defensive linemen. I hate, hate, hate betting on games when you're, where you're rooting on an offense that has the O-line on skates. And in this position, that will be Arkansas. So give me the Tigers. And, and Felipe France um, is a little little bit Go banged Tigers. up and with that o-line d-line mismatch that you just talked about that is a big problem for arkansas Go Tigers. Go Tigers. and then uh north alabama at byu minus 47 and a half this is stupid literally make me lay down more points than this dare me to take byu minus 75 dare me to take minus 95 you BYU. won't you fucking cowards you won't <laughs> oklahoma state plus seven at ou i hate this part. ou's this OU's, is the worst parlay I've ever heard. OU's not good, and Oklahoma State has a <laughs> OU's defense very good in the last well, three weeks, it's, and they it's avoid and they're th- playing against bullshit, and they avoid seasons. big plays. I uh, I, I think you? Oklahoma doesn't like playing in games against teams like Oklahoma State, where they can keep them in front of the sticks and not allow long plays. Uh, Gundy's quick, flying real, super hot. What's that? We've got we've got a matchup of two quarterbacks named Spencer this weekend in Oklahoma. Oh, go! No, how did no, they find no, two Spencers in Oklahoma? Yeah, I, I don't know that that's uh, ever happened. Um, <laughs> ever. Anyway. How do you uh, how do you know that the toothbrush was invented in Oklahoma? If it was invented anywhere else, they call it a teeth brush. Uh, <laughs> Mike Gundy is going to be flying high watching uh, OANN thinking Trump won. He's going to come into this one thinking W's as well. Take the Cowboys money line <laughs> against OU. Uh, and then finally, wow. uh, Maryland minus uh, five and a half at Michigan State. This one's all about Talia Taga Taga Taga. I'm gonna talk about this guy a lot. He is electric, <laughs> and uh, Michigan State is literally one of the worst fucking teams I have so ever weird. seen. We're, they are, we're not gonna they, talk about it. They're a deeply hurtfully bad 
football team. Um, and now, We're not going to so talk I got, about it. I so, watched that whole game last weekend, and I thought to myself, they could still do this. They could still cover the spread. And then it got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, so now, as, as our fans know, we have uh, embarked uh, previously. On, uh, we've had a King of the Hill contest. Uh, we started off, we got our first four Kings. And all, all four of our guys... All four of our guys lost their first effort. How it works is you uh, reach out to follow us on Instagram at BYBW podcast and send us a DM. If you want to be on King of the Hill. Uh, and, and now we we've tried out a few Kings and we're bringing it back. And this time I feel good about it because we got our first queen of the Hill nominee. The uh, so let's hear it. Uh, let's hear it for our first queen. We've got a Hill. winner. Hello. Hello. The queen has arrived to take her place on this godforsaken hill and set things right in the college football gambling kingdom. Much like Kim Ang is heading to South Florida to revive the dumpster fire of an organization that is the Miami Marlins, Lady Luck is here to turn around this disgraced BYBW segment. Keeping it in the meth lab of the Southeast, we're heading three and a half hours north to Orlando where the nasty natty Bearcats will take on the fighting Blake Bortles. The Bearcats have gone undefeated this season and embarrassed all other opponents in the American Athletic Conference. With leadership from junior QB Desmond Ritter, the Bearcats are outscoring their opponents 212 to 57 with an average margin of victory of 31 points per game. When Ritter isn't throwing, they've been efficient in the running game and running back Jared Dokes is averaging more than five yards per carry. On the opposite side of the ball, the Bearcats defense is stout. The 17 points allowed to East Carolina last week were the most allowed this season and only due to an all-conference senior defensive end going out with a knee injury in the first half. As we all know, home field advantage isn't what it normally is this year. The line at minus six is insulting. The Bearcats are bringing their meat and potatoes football to the Florida Swamp. Call me Cleopatra, the queen picks the cats. Bow down. Let's go! (laughs) I'm so excited! (laughs) Holy hey, shit! Good analysis. She uh, she just way better than me. Oh my god, we we've just been talking like a bunch of assholes humping a doorknob for half an hour, and she comes in and just wrecks our shit with that <laughs> coherent down bare like just like down to the numbers pick. Uh, Lady Luck has arrived. I am impressed. Goodness, I think that's pretty good news for Rain Man that she actually was I on his side. I am ecstatic about this pick. Um. And I think one touchdown, yeah. five and a half, six, not enough. She's right. Cleopatra, the queen of the hill. How long can she last? <laughs> Honestly, it, like literally, the bar is so low. So I just <laughs> I root for her. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm glad we finally get to do our takedown on undecided voters. <laughs> But, like, he's the most annoying because he's trying to seem, like, cool. Because he's like, oh. Everything about him just sucks. Kenneth doesn't bone. Ah, got him. (laughs) Kenneth never had sex. Got him. More like Kenneth. More like (laughs) Kenneth never. That's going to be the name of the episode. More like Kenneth never had sex. Call the podcast from here. <laughs> we might have to. <laughs> uh.